0: yo 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 welcome back to sweaty yogi rambles uh this is a podcast where i just ramble in my car after the gym although today it's before the gym which i will explain why in two seconds if you're this is just a place where i cultivate my own unique voice and the way that i want to speak on camera so i don't turn into ricky bobby on camera i've been saying that a lot lately i do i have a tendency when i'm speaking one-to-one with my girlfriends with my friends whoever it is i am very knowledgeable in health and fitness and yoga and meditation and all all the body connection ways and then i get on camera and i turn into like you know talladega nights where ricky bobby in the beginning he doesn't know how to talk to the camera so he just i don't know what to do with my hands and he lifts them up near his face yeah that's me so I'm trying to cultivate my own voice. If you are looking for something a little bit more polished, a little bit more like on point where I've edited out the ums and ahs, then you're going to want to go to the Sweat and Yoga YouTube channel, which is sweatandyoga.com forward slash TV. And yeah, you'll find some good shit there. I've got some really fun stuff actually coming up. Oh, something super exciting in December, which I won't share with you because it kind of affects you as well for a little bit. Anywho, back to my point. So I haven't been to the gym in five days. If I was doing like, uh, sounds in here, like special effects, it would be like a horror movie sound. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, haven't been to the gym in five days because of extenuating circumstances. What is it that I do instead? Let's talk about it, shall we? Okay. So, uh, five days ago, my husband got a concussion while playing ice hockey which is what he does for a living so things have been a little bit hectic our gym is also really far away so normally i go with him to practice and then because the gym is really close to the rink so i go with him to practice i drop him off there and then i drive to the gym and because he's been home and i've been wanting to be there for him and make sure that everything's okay i haven't been able to go to the gym so do i beat myself up about it I uh, no thank you shit happens in life man like it does and I I feel like we get so like into the groove of things and then we're like oh my god I've missed whatever and then everything falls apart I was listening to the audiobook finish the other day I think I talked about it in here already but I was listening the other day and he talks I listened to it again actually because I really liked it just on like two times the speed because it's better when it's faster yo anyway and he was saying how the day one is not the most important starting is not the most important it's the day after perfect we tend to have this like vision in our heads of how like everything's going to be perfect and if we can't do it perfectly then we've screwed everything up and nothing's right and we might as well quit now and we had candy for breakfast so we might as well just eat candy the rest of the day because there's no point in eating healthy and that's so silly Little things matter. I don't know if you've ever heard of the book called *The Compound Effect*, but it talks about how, like, if you were to eat a piece of candy and put on ten pounds right now, or get really, really sick immediately, we would all be a hell of a lot healthier. The problem is, it's that one piece of candy that leads into two, that leads into three, that leads into four, and before you know it, you've had you have a diet of like an unsupervised child in a candy store rather than you actually being able to say that. You ate in moderation. You ate that stuff in moderation. And so the day after perfect is the most important day. And that can mean so many different things. But what I believe here for myself, for this missing five days of the gym means, number one, I didn't let it be like, I'm not going to the gym, so I'm super sedentary and I'm not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. Very helpful for Kyle because of his concussion to go out for walks. So we did that. That is a movement all on its own. Walking, do not negate walking. It actually realigns you. It does so much good stuff for your body. So number one, went for walks, like sometimes a couple a day. Even if it's for five minutes, you got outside, you walked, you actually got your like, you realigned your gait pattern from sitting. So walking, very important, gets the lymphatic fluid pumping. <clears throat> you We seem to think that like we need to jump on a trampoline or whatever it is, or run or whatever, to get that lymphatic fluid pumping. Uh, obviously, super beneficial if you can jump on a trampoline. But if you cannot, it's so good for you to walk. Just go for a stroll. Do the things, you know? Number two, I this is actually something i do every single day and i'm totally super excited about it and i actually that's how i get my day moving is i actually do 10 burpees every single day non-negotiable and 10 kettlebell swings normally it's 20 of each but to be honest 10 is like the bare minimum if i'm really not feeling it i'm doing 20 or i'm doing 10. Not 20. Sorry, there's an old man just staring at me as he walks by. But anyway, so when I'm not feeling it, I'm doing 10. And like that is a non-negotiable. It is a black and white goal. And I talked about that. If you follow me on Instagram, it's S-U-N-C-A-N-A-S-A-Y. Sanchana Sweat and Yoga. Um, You will f- like see that I I actually just... Bah, like I, I talk about that all the time. I do black and white goals for little things. We like to do black and white goals for like 21 day fixes. That is not okay because that that creates that day after perfect. That creates that, that facilitates us being like, oh, well, I didn't do it right today. So I might as well screw it for the rest of the week. And then that is how that compounding happens. And you end up way further back than you intended. In yoga, we have something called tapas, which is like... um not like the that does not like the Spanish entree or the Spanish uh, what are those called? I don't know. appetizers, Spanish appetizers, not those. they are like fire to build fire, and we talk about how when you're a, do a goal, if you miss out on a black and white goal, you don't want to set one that's too big because if you miss out on it, you need to do it for twice as long next time. So let's say your goal was to do something for seven days if you Miss it and you screw up. Next time you have to do it for 14 days in order for your body not to remember the habitual pattern. And it, that's why you need to set something really small. So that I often talk about this on, in my Instagram, on Facebook, wherever I talk about in my YouTube channel, I talk about how I set black and white goals, but I make them so, so small that even at the end of the day, if I haven't done it, it is like so stupid for me not to do it. Like, short of, like, barring, like, I am bed-bound, I am doing this. So, you know, I started out when I was, like, really unhealthy. I started out with 10 burpees, which takes, like, depending on, like, a maximum of five minutes if you're going as slow as humanly possible. Max, like, 30 seconds per burpee. Like, I started that, that is how my health journey started because it was a black and white goal. And if before I went to bed, I was like, ah, shit, haven't done my 10 burpees. I literally just got down on the ground and did 10 burpees. It was like, I don't go to sleep until I do this. And it was such an, not easy, because sometimes I was like, ah, I'll just skip it today. But then you remember that like, it's your black and white goal and you just, you do it. And that's it. There's It's non-negotiable. So my black and white goal has always been to do 10 burpees, 10 kettlebell swings. And I adjust. Now I'm at 20, but 10 is like bare minimum. If I'm not doing anything else, I'm doing 10 burpees and 10 bu- kettlebell swings. And that is that. And number three, so number one, walk, walk it off. Number two, have a non-negotiable, something really, really small that you're just going to do and it's just going to happen and there's no, like, nobody can talk you out of it. Short of you not, like, if you have to drop down in the middle of the club and do 10 burpees, do it, girl. You go for it. Then number three is incorporating small motion. So I often talk about on my YouTube channel, incorporating like muscle engagement and getting to know your muscles, proprioceiving different areas of the body. And that... That kind of leads into what I'm talking about here. So every time I go to the bathroom, every time I, I have a cup of coffee, every time I'm pouring myself a glass of water, whatever it is, I always incorporate little muscle movements, whether that's leg raises, whether that's a squat before I go to the bathroom, whether that's just like eccentrically lowering to the toilet rather than just like plopping down and not using any muscular engagement whether that's like while i'm watching tv and i've got a ball underneath my glute and i'm doing some contract relax to try and find the different fibers how they fire where they go or sometimes i'm even without a ball i joked the other day on facebook where uh the friends episode where monica trains chandler and he's like she's got me doing butt clenches at my desk and now they won't bring me my mail anymore that's it do those things do the, do those things. Do the butt clenches at your desk. Do the movement. Do the, all of the muscle isolations. If you've got like, sometimes I even just like play with engaging my quads while I'm sitting. Like, do that. Small things count. And we tend to forget that. And number four, make it fun. This entire channel, all of my everything, I found healthy habits to be so dreadful. Because I never had to create them. I was a very active kid in high school and university. I played varsity sports. I did all the things. And therefore, my workout regimen and all of those things were set out for me. And it was in like a team environment with lots of people while I, while I was hanging out. And like, it was so much fun to go for a run. I mean, I know not everybody necessarily felt that way. But I, I did. Like, it was like training for a sport for something exciting, enjoyable. And then when I got out of university, I was like, mm, dang, God damn. I don't want to do any of this stuff like I don't care I did it for like the camaraderie and the funness of it and but I my body craved the movement and so I had to figure out how to merge the movement and the fun and that is my tip number four is to make sure that it's fun so whether it's like I know myself I love ticking like a day off of in like a little habit tracker I have a really cute one I love you see it on Instagram probably a lot or you see it in my videos, but I, it's like a little pink habit tracker that I got at Michael's. It was a and I get to tick off every single day that I did something that I did my little habit. And I'm still, I'm nowhere near perfect. I'm still creating those habits, but I'm trying to make it fun. And that's one of the ways I make it fun. Another way is to be creative with it, to do something different. Like how can I engage this muscle in a new way? And this stuff makes it oftentimes into my yoga classes as well. But Find what it is that makes it something fun for you, whether it's like an audiobook while you walk on the treadmill or you are on the Stairmaster or you go for a run and you listen to a podcast or you love like a good pump up to the beat music. I I mean, Spotify became famous because they had all these playlists of like if you're going to run at six minutes per or six kilometers per minute. This is the playlist you want to run to because it like creates that mind, body, fun connection. So find what it is that makes it fun for you and then do that. That's all, girlfriend. That is like that. That's it. This is a little bit of a longer episode, actually. Uh, But I enjoyed it. I love talking to you. And I just I just want to make things fun. Like I do. I, I mean, like I'm all about making healthy and your life enjoyable. Like who wants to dread going to the gym and add this girl? It's a lot more fun when you get connected to your body, you know. You know, okay. Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling now. Thank you so much for joining me. If you made it to the end of this podcast, make sure you hit subscribe if you enjoyed it. If you did not, well, peace out, girlfriend. And if you're looking for something a little bit more polished, again, head over to the YouTube channel. I have so much more fun stuff coming up there, especially for the month of December. I'm so excited, anyway. And the YouTube channel is sweatandyoga.com forward slash TV. Other than that, I will see you guys or talk to you guys. Is this what I'm doing? I'm talking. Yeah, I will talk to you guys on next Wednesday. I've decided Wednesday is like the perfect day because my YouTube videos go out Monday, uh, Friday, Sunday. So Wednesday is like the, the longer period of time in between. So I will see you next Wednesday. Peace out. Yo.